Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to fun. While fun cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains fun. Fun devours all it touches, its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled. Yet fun doesn't only destroy, it creates and molds as well. Molds as well. Let's examine closely then this dangerously evil creation, this new breed. But a word of caution, handle with care and don't drop your guard. This rapacious new breed prowls both alone and in packs, operating at any level, any time, anywhere, and with anybody. Who are they? Who are they? CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
The queen wore the white of the county of song The black covered case on her horses had drawn Protected her king from the sun rays of dawn They married for peace and were gone Did you see them? Did you see Some Buffalo Springfield there for you with Broken Arrow, um, pretty much Neil Young's last hurrah with the band, recorded in 1967. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio. And I'm Darren, I'm the host of the show, which you're listening to as you normally do this time of day on Thursdays, Stereoscopic Readout, which I already mentioned your source for psychedelic music, garage rock, acid punk, freak beat, um, paisley pop, uh, some prog, and other socially and musically relevant artifacts from 1965 to today. We've got a bunch of things today. Um, I'm going to tie up some CanCon loose ends because I think I'm running short on my quota for the month. Uh, and I've got a brief look at songs about marijuana in honor of 420 which is coming up on Sunday but first um, some new stuff the trap doors are back together as it were they played or opened at the Biltmore for the pack AD and the parallels on Friday and it was a good show it's good to see them back uh, they were a little shaky but um, they also did quite well on uh, some of their other songs. Why I say it's good to see them back is because for a while they were sort of around, but they were. it was confusing as to whether they were the Trapdoors or the Dead Ghosts, and it appears that the original lineup of the Trapdoors has split in half, um, some of the members going on to 
Dead Ghosts and playing under that name. And now the Trapdoors, as a uh, separate unit, are back and gigging. And this is them from their MySpace site. This is Don't Talk Shit.
Vancouver's own Black Mountain from their recent release in the future um, on Jag Jaguar. Who also played, by the way, with one of the earlier tracks I played in that set. Sorry, the end of that song caught me by surprise. Um, Excuse me. Did a really good show a couple of weeks ago here at the uh, Sub Ballroom with uh, the Green Hour, whom you heard earlier in that set. But I will talk about them in a moment. Uh, it was a good show at the Sub Ballroom. Uh, started that set off with Vancouver's on the Trap Doors and a track called Don't Talk Shit, which is available on their MySpace page, if you go and look for it. Followed that with the Green Hour from their brand new release, uh, self-titled, brand new, independent release, 
Um, the track was called Yesterday's Tomorrow. Uh, if you go to the Green Hours MySpace page, you will find information on how to acquire that disc. And followed them with some new stuff from Dead Meadow off their old growth album, which is out now on Matador. The track you heard was The Queen of All Returns. And it was tempting to keep the Queen theme going with Black Mountain and play Queens Will Play, but um, that's pretty much the song I always play off that album, and I decided to uh, do something different and uh, played the opening track off in the future, which is entitled Stormy High. I'm going to continue some more vintage Vancouver um, stuff by request. Uh, the first song will not be by request, but the second song by the same band is by request. Um, got a call last week, and I really should start bringing my Mother Tucker's Yellow Duck CD um, to the studio, regardless of whether I'm going to play anything off it or not, because uh, the rare occasions when somebody phones up and requests something, it's usually for Mother Tucker's Yellow Duck. I can't quite explain why that is, but it's uh, it's quite heartening to know that the listeners out there are supporting vintage local talent um or they remember a good thing from back in the day um anyway that's track three there we go this is mother tucker's yellow duck with elevated platform as we stand on the elevated platform as we stand on the I'm 
to do As we stand on the elevator platform Now, the electric prunes for Vox bringing you the exciting new sound of the Vox wah-wah pedal. Let the electric prunes demonstrate the difference. Play it prunes first without the wah-wah pedal. Now, listen to the difference when you push that Vox wah-wah pedal down. You can even make your guitar sound like a sitar. It's the now sound. It's what's happening. That's why the electric prunes, animals, Herman's Hermits, Paul Revere and the Raiders, Stones, the Seeds are all using the Vox Wah Wah pedal, and it works with any amplifier. If you're a professional musician or want to sound like one, get with the new Vox Wah Wah pedal at your Vox dealer now. As demonstrated on Rumble Tone Radio Agogo, heard Wednesdays from 3 till 5 p.m. here on CITR. <laughs> Better Environmentally Sound Transportation is proud to offer bike valet parking to events in Metro Vancouver. Inspired by the widely successful valet parking in San Francisco, two years ago Best began running bike valet in Vancouver with great results. Concert goers in Deer Lake Park, fans of the Vancouver Canadians, and families spending a day at community events have had their bicycles parked conveniently and stored safely while they enjoyed themselves worry-free. This year, Best is expanding bike valet to serve more events, park more bikes, and make travelling on two wheels throughout Metro Vancouver even easier. Contact Best at 604-669-2860 or cam, C-A-M, at best.bc.ca for more information about volunteering, sponsorship opportunities, and booking bike valet for your event.
You can ring 114 for a smooth operator. If it's fun you're looking for, write it down now, 114. One ring Jane was served. Don't you know she's always gay?
ask me why back with Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And of course, if you're all listening in Vancouver, you know you're in Canada. But if you're downloading a podcast, which you can do at www.citr.ca, maybe you don't know where we are, but I think the uh, University of British Columbia should be an obvious clue. Um, Started that off with two tracks from Mother Tucker's Yellow Duck's debut album um, on EMI. And those were, well, I mean, One Ring Jane was requested last week by uh, Tom, who phoned in. And as I mentioned earlier, I do appreciate phone calls if you want to request something. If I don't have it this week, I will play it next week or do my best to try. And the request line is 604 822-2487, that is 604-UBC-CITR. Um, started that with Elevated Platform and One Ring Jane. And followed with The Collectors from their first album, released in 1968. That was She, Will of the Wind. And then um, three tracks in quick succession from the 1970 Kool-Aid Benefit album. That was Mock Duck re-recording their um, track, Do Re Mi, which was originally released in 68 or 69 as a single on Barocca. But uh, two experimental tracks bookended that, started with Pointillistic Scherzo and ended with As the Bullet Enters Anton. And so if you're tuning in just now, no, we're not starting Exquisite Corpse 45 minutes early. Uh, Bleak is here, though, checking out some tracks he's going to play for you tonight, and he will be on at 7.30. At 9 o'clock, Ben and a mystery band, who I don't know who they are yet, will be in for Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. And then Cliff is in at 11 with Laugh Tracks. So that's your listening pleasure sorted for the rest of the evening. And your listening pleasure sorted to bring you to the uh, top of the hour uh, is going to start now with Victoria's Five Canadians.
just follows you Every place you go It doesn't matter Cause you don't Saskatoon's finest there for you. Um, the Witness Incorporated with Not You Girl. And that track is uh, one of the many interesting garage rock tidbits you can find on www.garagehangover.com. Um, very interesting website. Lots of uh, information where applicable. Um, at least uh, you will go, uh, Webmaster will go into a lot of detail if there is a lot of detail to go into or even interviews if you can set them up um started that off with what did i start that off with oh victoria's the five canadians and writing on the wall yes the five canadians being from victoria not san antonio texas as has been claimed by one of the pebbles compilations um it's kind of beyond me why a um why a band from Texas would call themselves the Five Canadians, but uh, there was a band from Florida called uh, the Canadian Squires. So it was the 60s, I guess anything went. Uh, followed that up with Vancouver's uh, legendary Painted Ship with Frustration. And from that point, we went to Toronto and The Quiet Jungle on Yorkville Records with Everything. And then The Witness Incorporated. And that brings us to 7 p.m. here on Stereoscopic Readout. Um, I'm still your host, Darren. I haven't changed in the last hour. And you're still listening to 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver. Now it is the 17th of April. 
of course, the 20th of April being 420. We all know what happens on that date. Um, this is going to sound totally stupid, but for the longest time, I mean, I knew what the reference 420 meant, but I could never get the same answer out of two different people about what exactly 420 stood for. And I think the best answer I've got so far with any authority is it's a Cheech and Chong reference. Um, so to the best of my knowledge, no, it is not a police code for possession. No, it is not something to do with happening on the 20th of April, but it is now at any rate. And in uh, the spirit of things, if you go through the uh, archives of any 60s uh, of 60s music, uh, you're going to find a hell of a lot of references to marijuana. Of course, earliest that I know of being Bob Dylan. And, um, of course, when it started off, you couldn't just uh, come out and say, I smoke pot in a song, or at least not if you didn't want the song to be banned. So... Artists started coming up with a lot of uh, tricky and really oblique references to uh, marijuana and tried to hide them in the song in order to get them out on the air, Um, obviously peaking with Dylan's track, Rainy Day Women. But uh, I'm going to, the first set I'm going to play now are a bunch of songs which reference pot, but not necessarily, I mean, obviously in in hindsight, uh, it's fairly fairly easy to spot, but in uh, back in the day, it would have been uh, people in the know who would have cottoned on to it. Um, and of all the bands I'm going to start off with, this is The Association, live at the Monterey Pop Festival, from them opening the entire festival on the Friday evening. This is Along Comes Mary. You see before you this evening a machine of our own construction. You see an association machine composed of many integral parts. The first being behind us, a semi-reclined percussive invertebrator, or drummer. In the center of the machine, we see a a digit-flexing instrumentator, or guitar. Towards the other end of the machine, we see a transistorized digit-flexing instrumentator stamped made in Japan. To my immediate right, we see a manifold bifurcated tambourine chinger. I am a consistent low-range modulator. in the machine, an elongated concluding vocalizator. This machine, when programmed correctly, emits a variety of sounds and rhythmic patterns, such as one, two, one, two.
Floyd with the B-side to their first single, Arnold Lane. That was Candy in a Current Bun. Um, now, how does that song in and of itself relate to our theme uh, this half of the show? Uh, well, it was originally entitled, when it was written, it was originally entitled and recorded as Let's Roll Another One. Um, but obviously, EMI somewhat panicked, shall we say, and uh, it was suggested they re-record it. Um, the song itself is actually notable because it's the earliest recorded instance of a singer that I know of using the word fuck in a song, uh, predating, obviously, the MC5 by about two years, although it comes in quite muffled because, obviously, they had to muffle that part as well. But it's an indication of the reaction of the authorities to um, a band trying to express its right to sing about the things it wanted to sing about. And um, obviously, in all of these cases, and what you're going to hear in the next set coming up, um, bands were starting, it it being the 60s, it being the counterculture movement, bands were starting to bait the establishment, you know, bait the square record programmers at radio stations who were trying to tell them what they could and and could not put on um, on a recording 
started that off with uh, the association out of Los Angeles and Along Comes Mary, and that was the live version from the Monterey Pop Festival. Followed that with Vancouver's own William Tell and the Marksman, and a previously, uh, that's available on History of Vancouver Rock and Roll Volume 4, um, which is usually available at Neptune Records on Main Street. But uh, that was the track Mary Jane, which was never in fact released, but I think uh, the content is quite obvious. <laughs> And followed them with The Seeds, also from Los Angeles, and their track, Mr. Farmer. Uh, now, moving into more direct territory, as the 60s wore on, bands got bolder. Um, the counterculture was very visible, and it was quite obvious what their, shall we say, um, central tenets of their philosophy were. Um, even so... More popular bands such as the Beatles couldn't get away with making direct drug references and songs. Uh, that said, they were still, I mean, tracks like Day in the Life were still banned for um, saying, A, I want to turn you on, which was a, a euphemism for getting high, and B, saying went upstairs and had a smoke. I mean, apparently you couldn't even say smoke. That was such a, um, that was such a revolutionary term in those days. <laughs> But uh, by the late 60s, uh, many bands were just coming out and obviously stating uh, their purpose. And none more so than the Dutch band The Zips, who tried to release a song, a double-sided single, talking about how much they loved um, mind-expanding substances. And the record label forced them to basically turn them into anti-drug songs, which is what you're going to hear in this next track, Marijuana. Baby, imported Miss Vane. I was as pleased as Pinch whenever I smelt you, but I won't ever celebrate your mess. Marijuana, get out of my mind. You are replaced by my psychedelic sounds. Marijuana, there ain't no love. Go back to your birthplace, marijuana. Are you a native of Lebanon or Morocco or maybe Turkey? I can't stand you any longer. Be 
And I guess as far as drug references go, they don't get more direct than that. That is Vancouver's own Orville Dorp. Um, don't know very much about them, but they do pop up on History of Vancouver Rock and Roll Volume 3. Uh, and apparently Rob Frith, who helped uh, compile that album, said that uh, it was such a classic song they had to put it on the LP. But in doing so, uh, an unnamed band, which was had their music being... Uh, least as it were from a major label almost pulled out of the project in protest over um them including that song um apparently for various religious reasons but i think that's quite obvious uh, started that obviously with the zips out of the netherlands and their track mary huana which as i noted earlier began as a song about how much they love smoking pot but the record company made them change it so they basically took all positive references and made them negative. Um, to add insult to injury, actually, apparently the B-side is called Benzie the Bass Player. <laughs> yeah, they just don't know when to stop. Uh, well, I've got five minutes left in the show. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout, and I'm your host, Darren. I'm still your host, Darren. I was at the top of the show, and now I'm still your host, Darren. On 101.9 FM CITR, uh, shout out to Becky from Ground Control, which you can hear on Mondays around noon. She just popped in from a study break. And I'm going to take you out with possibly one of the oddest drug reference songs um, I've found yet. And this is from a uh, from an album called The Inkraut, German, um, what was it called? Marina Records presents The Inkraut, Hip Shaking Grooves Made in Germany, 1966 to 1974. This is signed to the Polydor label. Yes, drug references made their way to Germany. And uh, by this point in 19, I think it's 1971. No, 1970. Um, Basically, it was a tidal wave of uh, drug-induced paranoia hitting the major labels. And they couldn't ignore it anymore, so they went all out and released Kuno and the Marijuana Brass doing Marijuana Mantra. This is Darren Bleak and Exquisite Corpse are up next. See you next week.
Some even make up their own songs, including lyrics only they can understand. I wonder if you can. Three blind mice, they all ran after the farmer's wife who cut off their... with a carving knife. All that noise. All that noise. Getting back to the music that has come to me from another planet. Thanks for listening.